My name is Sean, aka Prep Mode. Joshua Gerard, aka Josh Gerard. And this is Beards with Beers, a podcast about the bearding community. For this episode, I'm going to be drinking the Centennial IPA from Founders Brewing out of Michigan. And this is one of my all time favorite IPAs. When I lived in Indiana, I used to drink this one. And fortunately, I can get it now in Anchorage, Alaska. And since I just got back from Anchorage today, I made sure to pick some up while I was there. If you like Centennial hops, you're gonna love this one. It's a 7.2 ABV with a 65 IBUs rating. So uh, definitely check it out. And I'll be drinking Blue Moon. Nothing really special about it. I just love the taste. <laughs> but uh, there is uh, where you can add an orange and it kind of gives it a little more kick and flavor. Um, Belgian style of wheat here. That's about as special as it gets. <laughs> Tonight, we have a very special guest. We have the national president of the Bearded Rebellion, Ramy the Red. All right, and we are here with the national president of the Bearded Rebellion, Ramy the Red. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? So to start off, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I am a father of two. Right. Um, I in a union. I do. I've been doing construction for about fourteen years. Ever since I got out of high school, uh, I was in the National Guard for six years, and as soon as I got out of the National Guard, I started growing a beard. And basically, from there, it's you know, it's just been. Paint, paint itself off by having a beard and not just by being handsome but by being recognized by other other bearded fellows out there in the community um you know just giving the the what admiration you know admiring you that you have a good beard oh yeah so that's pretty sweet um some more stuff about me i, I live up here in washington i moved up here about three years ago bought a house with my wife and basically <laughs> not going to go into the logistics of that stuff, but uh, <laughs> let's just say I don't live at home anymore. <laughs> so, um, and then I was invited into this beard club. Um, I was invited, I was recruited by a former bearded villain and uh, a friend of mine, and he wanted me to join the Bearded Rebellion. And, come in and be a member and from there it basically you know it snowballed you know like there was lots of changes within uh, a few months and um basically i was blessed to get into the position i'm in now as uh, the president so um i will be talking a little bit about the history of that whenever we get to that segment but. all right yeah definitely and so congratulations on your freedom beard <laughs> We got another fellow Freedom Beard over here right next to me. Yeah, maybe oh, for five years. There you go, bud. <laughs> I completely understand that. <laughs> oh, dude, it was a long time coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you're forced to do something for so long, you know, it's just like you finally get the opportunity to say, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. And I was like, <laughs> that was me. I was just like, nope, I'm not. I'm going to go get tattoos. I'm no longer in a contract. You know, that kind of thing. It was like. I'm free. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Went through that too. Went through that too. <laughs> Pretty much. So you, you said you were initially recruited. How were you recruited? Um, so I was recruited by uh, Red One 
used to be a Oregon bearded villain. Um, basically, I was going through a rough patch with my wife, and it was the beginning of our split, our divorce, and uh, I was basically just posting random nonsense on Instagram, and uh, he messaged me, hey, you know, like, what's going on? I'm, I'm Red One, you know, typical recruiting tactics. <laughs> yeah. He, he, you know, kind of kind of wowed me a little bit. Hey, you want to do this? Want to do that? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So uh, what happened is I got in contact with him and I was like, hey, you know, you're down in Springfield. You know, you're down in Oregon. Uh, do you know Jake? And Jake is the VP. He uh, was, you know, went to high school with him. I grew up with him. A lot of the guys in Oregon I grew up with. And, uh, I know personally, so it's been a nice it's been a nice like thing that we have gotten going here because I know people personally and then we've branched out to people that we don't know that we have become brothers with and it's just been it's been freaking awesome. Uh, I couldn't have asked for this to come at a better time in my life with what was going on. So the recruit the recruiting thing that that uh, Red One was doing was pretty awesome because he got me in at a like real low point in my life and then from there, he taught me how to recruit, and I became the scout for the club. And I basically got everybody in the club that we have now, except for maybe four members that were the original, the original board members. And uh, from there, it was just a snowball effect of good things that kept happening. I got guys from, you know, Australia, UK, Canada, Maryland, uh, freaking. North Carolina, uh, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, California. It just kept going and going. I got guys in Texas and Colorado. I have a nomad that freaking basically travels around, dude. He's like, him and his family travel around. and He just calls me up. Hey, I'm in this state. I'm going to be doing this. I'm like, okay, cool, dude. So I freaking, I've been having a blast with this. And it's just you know, the history, how we got to this point. I mean, I, you guys came in at a, you guys came in at, you know, a turning point in the, in the club's um, infancy, uh, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we did have a founder. Um, I don't know if you know anything about that. It's kind of a secret what happened to him. But, you know, he founded the club. He founded another club prior to us, and they took, those members basically took that club away from him and then he started the Bearded Rebellion. And what happened is he created the Bearded Rebellion, got all of us together on this platform, um, had a good idea behind it, but he lacked the ability to perform and he had a lot of personal issues that um, he basically wanted to step away from the club. So he stepped away for about three weeks and we came back and uh, there was a little bit of tension because there were some underlying things going on with him that he didn't know that other members knew about. And it was just a big, big ordeal. And he ended up walking away from the club and uh, going to the Beard Villains. Mm. And uh, from there, we had kind of a, transitioning phase where we 
held a vote. We held a vote uh, um, club-wide, and basically for a new president, vice president, and captain, you know, all the rank, basically the rank structure changed overnight, and uh, it was kind of a, you know, it was kind of a turning point, you know, it was like one of those things, like, will we survive as a club? And me being me, and the type of individual I am, I don't like to fail at anything. I will, if I go and lose a video game to you, I'm playing you a video game, I will go buy that video game and beat the crap out of it. <laughs> that way, that way, I can come back and put money on it and be like, "Okay, let's play a video game." I got ten bucks on my on my game, um, you know, on my team, and uh, I'll beat you and I win. So that's the type of individual I am. So I've I've been uh, very freaking thankful. You know, there are days when I have this the stuff going on in my head with me and my personal life, but for the most part, my focus. You know, I I take screenshots of of my screen time letting you guys know hey look at this is how busy i am with all this stuff okay like i spent 12 hours on my phone on saturday 12 hours on my phone sunday and that's when you know our main page got taken away by the founder he basically hijacked it from us mm. and uh we created a new one and within two days i had 400 followers and you know got a big chunk of that that the following back, I mean, we had 600 followers, but of the 600 followers on the main page, you know, there were ghost followers. You know, you get the you get the weird weirdos that follow you, and they don't really do nothing besides send you weird messages, and you're just like, what is going on here? <laughs> so, <laughs> Some of um, out there, yeah. so, yeah, uh, this whole club thing has just been a blast so far. Uh, like I said, I came in in November. The club was formed in like the summer of 2018. And it was, it literally started with one guy, right? Started with one guy. And then from there, you know, we got a guy in the UK that was the uh, scout. And he was scouting people. And he was a former bearded villain too. Pretty much there's a few people that were bearded villains that, um, left with a bad taste in their mouth at the big club, right? Mm-hmm. Beard villains are worldwide. Um, they got over a million members. They've been around since 2014. And, you know, they, they've done well for themselves. You know, but not everybody is meant to be in that club. Not everybody is, you know, an Instagram model. Not everybody is a, you know... Not everybody's looking to spend money to be in a club yeah. and not, not everybody's, you know, you're going to have personality clashes no matter where you go. And with, with them, you get it a lot because you got these guys that have been buddies for a long time. And then you, you get in as the new guy and it's like, you don't know anybody, but they welcome you in. But at the same time, it's like, they already have their core group of guys. Mm. And, uh, it's, it was brotherhood at one point. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, it, it still is in some parts of the world. I mean, it always will be. It is what you make it. Is is what I found. You know, this club, this club, since the transition between uh, Rob as president and me as president, it's been a night and day difference. Like, I I won't let this thing fail. You know, at all. 
So that's a good mentality to have. Is, and uh, you know, our growth. You know, I've been pretty happy with uh, with our growth and where we're going as a club. Like. We're going to start rolling out with a little bit more charity work. I have the Maryland chapter guys out there. They were former, uh, they were former BBB members, Bearded Bad Boys, and uh, you know they've been in the charity work doing. They were also former bearded villains. <laughs> it's like, you know, you cannot be in a beard club and not have been a bearded villain at one point. You know, it's like that's the club you know to go to right off the bat, but. Now there's a formation of littler clubs with, you know, more of a brotherhood type mentality. And you can see that with us, definitely. Like, these guys truly are, you know, one-of-a-kind brothers to me. And, uh, you know, they when I was going through a rough patch and I was off the chat for a little bit, you know, with my stuff, they were messaging me all day, like, hey, what's up, are you all right, bro? Like, you know. You gotta get out of that situation. Stop beating yourself up. It's not your fault. It's her fault. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but anyways, it's neither my or her fault. It's just, it's just whatever. But uh, the brotherhood is truly freaking amazing, and it's like one of the best support systems I've had in a long time. Besides the military, the military was a great support system, and uh, that is a true brotherhood as well. You go through a lot of similar things, and then, then you're kind of, once you give up your contract, once you retire or put up the gun, so to speak, um, you go searching for that brotherhood again. And uh, basically, you know, I found it within this club, and I'm just very appreciative of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Charity work. <laughs> Let's talk about charity work a little actually, bit. Actually, can we can we pause for a second? Uh, yeah. So, you know, because again, we want to make this as open and unbiased as possible. So, do you mind if I say? Because I have been following Bearded Rebellion since I got on Instagram for the first time, and I've only been on Instagram since November. And it was when I started the podcast and started doing beard product reviews that I got on, and and I did find Bearded Rebellion almost right away. And I noticed that, uh, and forgive me if I'm not allowed to say the name, but I do remember at the top, it said it, there was a name, Rob the God. And I, I know you mentioned Rob. Um, are you still are you still uh, on good terms with, I'm guessing, that, and that is the, the Rob you're referring to, correct? Yeah, yeah, that is the Rob I'm referring to. Okay, yeah. and are you on good terms still? Uh, well, the last phone call we had was a bad terms phone call. Okay. <laughs> um, what happened was, is he had those personal issues going on and some of the members of the club found the information out and they didn't know what to do with it. It violated our code of conduct with whatever had happened. And basically it created a rift in, in our board members and people who knew about it and basically he called me one night asking me, like, hey, what's what's going on? I posted this thing in the chat, and basically the VP and the captain told me to fuck off. Or, excuse me, I probably, probably shouldn't say that. Told me to F off. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, can, yeah, yeah. I can censor it in post. It's good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> basically told me to F off. I'm not going to post that, that. I'm not supporting that, blah, blah, blah. And... 
he called me and was like, why are they, you know, why are they upset, blah, blah, blah. Like, is it about the villainette thing? And I was like, no, because his girl, his girlfriend, Tiffany, was or is a villainette. And, you know, he wanted us to support that side of the club. Um, so what happened after that is I basically was like, you don't know why they're mad at you? And he said, no, I don't. I was like, well, can you go out of the room? Like, I'm on speakerphone. I don't want your girlfriend to hear this. So basically what happened is I told him, hey, you guys are in an argument. She recorded you. And she sent it to one of the other members' girlfriends. And that's why they're mad at you. And he was like, what? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's crazy. He's like, well, if I violated the code, then, you know, I don't want to be a hypocrite and, you know, continue to be uh, the president and be a hypocrite. And I basically worded it to him like, hey, dude, I'm neutral in all this. I want you to know, yeah, you may have violated the code, but it was behind closed doors. And, you know, it should have never been recorded. That is a malicious thing to do. And basically, I felt for him. And I'm, you know, I, I have nothing but respect for Rob. And I told him that. I told him that even on the last phone call that we had just last weekend when, when we had a falling out. Um, basically, I was like, so what happened is after that, he left all the chats. He left our club and basically left in ruins and... He wanted me to become the president, wanted uh, our secretary to be vice president, our, our VP to be demoted, our captain to be demoted. He just left this, this you know, paragraph speech basically saying, I'm out, whatever, bye. So on that phone call with him, him and his girlfriend were discussing how he was no longer red flagged by the bearded villains. And that he was able to be part of their club again. So he ended up within the next couple weeks, you know, he asked me, Hey, take me off the tags, remove me from all all the tags from the Bearded Rebellion, and tell everybody to remove me from the tags. And uh, basically, I'm done with Bearded Rebellion. And then Within a week's time, he erased all his pictures from the Bearded Rebellion with all his posts and went and started supporting the Bearded Villains and started trying to be in their club. I was approached by a Bearded member, a Bearded Villain member in uh, New Jersey or Maryland asking me, hey, what is going on with this guy? What is going on with Rob to God? And I said, well, you know, he, he founded this club, he founded Slaughterhouse, uh, you know, he's a good dude, but he's going through a rough patch. He needs a brotherhood, but, you know, he just, for whatever reason, can't maintain it. He can't maintain a brotherhood. Like, I don't know what it is, but I was like, he's a good dude, whatever. But from what I had found out after that is... Uh, part of him going to the Bearded Villains, they were under the impression that he shut down the Bearded Rebellion, mm. which is not true. He left us, and he left us in shambles, and we literally 
picked up the pieces, had an election, voted me into place. I removed Rob's tags like he wanted. I kept him as the founder like I told him I would. And basically from there, Bearded Villains kicked Rob out of the Bearded Villains. They made him, or he left them. He said he left. They said they kicked him. But he is no longer part of the Bearded Villains. And within that time frame, you know, it was literally like a couple days after he left, he started messaging me again, started messaging my members and basically saying, you know, small talk. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. I miss the club. I was like, yeah, I get that. I, I, miss, I would miss it too. I mean, we, we have a lot of good guys here, quality dudes that aren't drama and that kind of crap. Um, so last Saturday, he messaged me, hey, these are the new hashtags. This is my new name. My new name is, you know, Bearded Rob, whatever. And I want you to, uh, I want you to tag me in all the club posts. And I want you to, you know, recognize me as the founder. And basically, I told him no. Uh, I was like, no, we're not going to do that. It's going to create a rift in our club. He got super mad about it, and uh, you know, I took it to the, I took it to the club and said, "Hey, Rob wants us to start tagging him and and post again as his new name." And I told him, "No. What do you guys think about it?" And they unanimously said no. They they not only said no, they said F no. But you know, that's that's just. That's just part of it, you know, like this is this club's about loyalty and, you know, you create something and you abandon it and you expect to be welcomed back with open arms. It's not really going to happen. And I was willing to let it happen. I don't I don't want to turn away anybody from a brotherhood, but I wasn't willing to risk membership, you know, dwindling because I bring back the founder that wasn't really doing anything for us anyways. You know, when, when he was around, there were 16 members. Uh, and from, from that point, you know, now I have about, now we have 50. So I basically, and that was just in a month and a half. Right. So it's, you know, it's, it's just crazy. You know, basically I got on a phone call with Rob and the VP, uh, Jake, and uh, Emo was on it, the secretary. I was trying to make the phone call as fair as possible. And, uh, you know, Rob was angry, as he should be. You know, this is his creation. Um, but he basically said, if you're not going to tag me in any of the posts, you're not going to tag me as the founder anymore. Now I want you to shut the club down. It's my club. It's my, you know, Beer Rebellion is mine. Everybody on the East Coast knows it's mine. And I said, that's fine. They know it's yours, but I copyrighted everything. That's that's the way it goes, dude. I copywrote everything. You know, I had Jake do it before we even got on a phone call with Rob. I said, hey, check and see if it's copyrighted right now. We need to copyright it. We need to get the ball rolling. I'm not going to fuck. I'm not going to mess with this guy anymore. 
Um, so we copy wrote it, got it in my name, got it in Jake's name, and basically we are taking this thing from a negative light, ran under Rob, to a positive light, ran under me and the, the people I surround myself with. So that's a little bit of the backstory, a little bit of the history. You know, it's twists and turns with drama. It's like, unfortunately, you know, all good things start out, you know, with a story. And mm -hmm. that's the same thing with this, same thing with this uh, club. So, yeah, because I know when, when I first reached out, uh, I had sent an email to the original Beard Rebellion Instagram account. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't hear anything for quite some time. And then I was contacted to, to contact you. And then shortly after that was when I noticed that you had made the post on Instagram that the original account had been hijacked. And then all of a sudden it, the, the original one that contacted me suddenly became the bearded outcasts bearded outcast. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, and, and it, they, he made a post saying that he was recruiting. And again, you know, I, I want to be as informed on things as possible before making decisions and, you know, putting my name along with something. And right. so, you know, so I reached out to him, you know, just to, just to ask him, you know, what he was doing, what his MO was, things like that. And, you know, it's pretty much, you know, like what you would expect, you know, and, and again, I went to, I went into it from a completely unbiased and, you know, Swiss perspective, you know, a neutral and, uh, you know, neutral perspective. And uh, then the very next day, he took it down. It was down. He took it down. Yeah, yep. it was down. And yeah. so, yeah, so that was, that was very interesting. So. I just, you know, I, I think it's good that you did explain because I think for anyone out there who may be confused or who has been following the Bearded Rebellion that hasn't taken the step to contact you or take the steps to join the club can have more of an insight on what happened in case they were confused too. Because that confusion, I'm sure, could detour some people from potential involvement. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so thank you for explaining that. And another, another side note, um, from my perspective, you know, I, when I, before, before I was on Instagram, I knew of the bearded villains because I am into, I'm really into the competitive bearding scene and I follow that. And at nationals this in 2018 in Richmond, the bearded villains descended upon nationals in numbers that no one had ever seen before from a club. And, yeah. and it's amazing. And, you know, and they are doing amazing, amazing things for charity worldwide. And I've got nothing but love and respect for how hardcore they are as far as bearding, bearding culture and charitable acts and, and brotherhood, of course. And, so I, I, I had reached out to them, you know, first, before I even knew of Bearded Rebellion, I had reached out to them just to find out what the steps were for becoming involved in the Bearded Villains. And I was told to contact uh, Von Knox, the, the founder. And I did 
and I never heard anything in return. Hmm. And that was very discouraging to me and I really could not understand why I would be told to contact him because I because I originally contacted the website and the website was what told me to contact him on Instagram and, and they, they told me to contact him on Instagram at the time I didn't have an Instagram so I wasn't going to set up an Instagram just so I could <laughs> try to talk to the founder of the bearded villains you know so I waited until I actually had an Instagram account before I contacted him and like I said you know um, I never heard anything back and from the time that everything switched over to you, I've had nothing but amazing feedback from you and from all the other members of the Bearded Rebellion. Yeah. And it's been very welcoming. And you guys have answered all of my questions. You've been very patient. And I appreciate that because, again, not everyone, like you said, you know, I know you mentioned that everyone who's into bearding at some point in time has been a bearded villain. Not everyone has, you know, and, and I'm one of, I'm sure the many out there who I've been bearding for years now. And I, and because of where I live, you know, I used to live in Austin, Texas. Austin had the Austin facial hair club. You know, I no longer live in Austin. I live in the middle of the woods in Alaska, you know, and it's hard to get people involved in something like that because everyone and their brother has a beard here. But not everyone is into bearding culture and brotherhood and charity, you know. So uh, from that perspective, I just want to say how impressed I personally am with how welcoming and open that everyone in the Bearded Rebellion has been to me, you know. And I hope that other people who are listening or watching this take that into consideration when looking at beard clubs and the bearded community because a lot of cities do have major beard clubs but a lot of areas do not have clubs and if you're looking to be part of something that is local or national or international you know this this can be an option for you to receive that same support like you said that you received when you were at a downtime you know support and loyalty and um that's just that's an amazing thing and uh you know i salute you for that thank you so um, yeah go ahead i'm sorry uh, no continue what you were saying sorry <laughs> no 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 um so yeah so <clears throat> let's move on to charity speaking of charity you were you were yeah. beginning to talk about charity before i you know interrupted you and thank you for letting me go on that tangent and ask you some questions i appreciate that that's cool man that's cool Appreciate it. So, um, charity work. Um, so, Maryland chapter has probably had the most experience in doing charity work thus far. Um, they came from bearded bad boys, and it's, you know, it's like five of them, six of them that evolved. And, you know, they all live close together. They've been in bearded villains, bearded bad boys. They they've been a part of you know, each club, and they came to me. Um, when Rob was still the founder, when I was the recruit, and I talked to this guy, you know, Bubba, he's talked to him for a while, and, uh, you know, talking to him about coming over, and, you know, some of the things that I, I wanted, some of the things that I wanted for the club, and some of the things that we were going to do, and, you know, they rolled out with, you know, they had charity work that they were very successful in doing over in Maryland, 
and uh, they want to continue that with us, Bearded Rebellion. And I was like, yes, let's do this. You know, I will fly out there to Maryland and I will help you with whatever we're doing. They're doing, they're doing like bagged food or sack lunches for the homeless. They're doing uh, beards at the beach, which is a like fundraiser. Um, you know, they've listed off a whole lot of things. They just printed off all their business cards uh, yesterday, and they're going to be passing out business cards about doing charity work. My chapter out here in Washington, they, uh, you know, my VP has been getting in contact with Adopt a Road programs and stuff like that. So we're basically going to be out there doing litter patrol, doing good things, you know, like we kind of want to break the stigma of guys with tattoos and beards being bad dudes, right? Yeah. Um, the whole point of this thing is to show, you know, we, we are, you know, we are tattooed, bearded dudes, but we have kindness in our hearts. We want to go forth and make our communities better as best we can. And it all starts, you know, to start doing charity work and start making a community better, you have to start in your own community before you branch out and start reaching out to the world. So, you know, whether it's buying blankets and going passing out blankets to the homeless during the winter time, you know, these are some of the things that we're going to be doing as a club. And I just look forward to actually getting involved in this part of the club. I've already done the Instagram part. I've already done the managing people part and recruiting. Like I want to do the work. I want to be able to, you know, make a positive influence, whether I'm washing cars or whatever, whatever I'm going to be doing in my community, I know it's going to benefit it because I'm going to put my whole heart into it. And uh, that's, that's all you can do with our charity work that we have rolling out. Um, uh, Ohio, Ohio is going to be doing some stuff that, you know, the, the charity aspect of it has been talked about since the beginning of our club, but nothing has ever taken taken that next step. Like it literally has been, you know, just a, you know, it's a it's a machine at this point, but it's not well oiled. It's still knocking off the rust, and we're still you know getting our footing and figuring out which lever goes where. So. Um, with our charity stuff that we're rolling out, I'm leaving it up to each individual chapter president to contact whatever charity they want to get involved in, whether it be soup kitchens and stuff like that, and get a game plan together. Let me know, you know, as the national president, what you're doing, how how it's going to help out. That way we can, you know, share it with everybody. If Ohio is going to be doing soup kitchen stuff, I want to know how good it goes. That way I can have Oregon do it too. I want to have Washington do it, you know, and just let me know how it goes. That way we can get a snowball effect of recognition of what we're doing in our communities. That's the best part about all this. So hold on. I'm going to take a pause there. I'm going to make sure. I just want to make sure that we are, yep, we are still recording. I just wanted to make sure because this is, this interview has been fantastic and I just want to make sure I'm getting all of it recorded without any glitches. So, so thank you for pausing there for a second. And uh, so, yeah, let's, okay. This has been good. This has been really good.
so thank again thank you for answering all the questions and being so open you know like yeah i really appreciate it all right um and so what do you see for the future of the beer rebellion outside of charity work as you said you know and outside of growing and recruiting uh what is what is your what is your overall hope for the club Oh, geez. Um, my overall hope from the very beginning of this, when I was a recruiter, when I was a scout, is to make this thing worldwide. You guys there? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It froze for a second. Okay. It's all, it's all, it's all glitchy on my end. But <clears throat> the whole point of this was for me, when I was a scout, my goal was to get people in the club. And I want to be able to get people all over so that way when I go on a vacation somewhere, I can go to my buddy Baloo's house out in Spain and get off the beaten path of regular tourism and actually go and drink and hang out with my bearded brothers. Like That is my ultimate goal with this club is be able to be like, hey guys, I'm coming to Alaska, let's hang out. And you, you'd be like, yeah. You come crash my house, whatever. Like that's the type of brotherhood that I'm looking at growing. You know, I'm not looking at growing like this brotherhood where I don't know you. Oh, you're in town. Okay, cool. Here's my phone number. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna pick up when you call me or whatever. You know, like it's, you know, I'm, I'm genuinely trying to take this thing to the next level where we are just as good as the bearded villains you know i i wanted i wanted to be to the point where you no longer have to choose bearded villains like i wanted to be where all clubs work together you know i've already reached out to a few few of these other smaller clubs and i'm trying to mend the the freaking huge gap and scar that uh rob left you know because slaughterhouse originally was bad mouthing us from the get-go because Rob came and founded us. Since Rob had left, I've been liking Slaughterhouse's pictures. I've been commenting, giving them my salute, you know, trying to mend that, mend that fence or mend that gap or whatever. Because uh, I wanted to be able to be, we all get together, we all have beards. It's a giant brotherhood. Not everybody can grow beards. Not everybody yep. can be in a club. And we are very privileged individuals to have both. So my goal, my goal is basically to be able to work with each club, compete in charity events, and basically, you know, do good in this world and have have a lot of fun with it. I mean, that's that's ultimately the the, the best thing that you can do is have fun do good work and be recognized for it. I mean, what, what better thing to do is to do that. So we're going to, going to, we're going to get down and dirty in it now. So, uh, there was, you know, there was, uh, there was some banter, uh, on Instagram just today and it was from a bearded villains member. And again, yeah. Let me preface this by saying I have nothing but respect 
for the bearded villains and and what they do for charity, their loyalty to the club and their loyalty to each other. I've got nothing but love and respect for that. With that being said, how is bearded rebellion different from bearded villains? Uh, different. Um, so I I have to say I did see that post earlier, and I did comment on it. I did want him to know that, you know, there are differences between our mission statement and our swords. You know, they're not the same. You know, our swords are Roman. Theirs are like Japanese, whatever. Not a big difference. I, I mean, they're swords, but they are different, right? Uh, to be fair, the Los so, Angeles Raiders use swords as well. And that's my football team, but <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That's... That's why that's why Washington is uh, gray and black. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, makes sense. Yeah, I see the connection. Yeah, so the difference between us and them, you know, they're they're a large group of guys. They're huge. We are small. You know, they once probably had the good quality guys that we have. You know, I'm I'm very humbled to have the quality individuals we have to build this club around um you know they have problems in their club they do it's you know like it's an instagram model show over there sometimes with some of their stuff i have i follow a lot of villains friends with a lot of villains uh always have been always will be they you know, a lot of them support me, but then you get guys that don't. You get guys that are like, oh, you're a ripoff. Well, be fair with you. What am I ripping off from you? How can I how can I rip off something from a large club that I'm not even affecting yet? I'm not even going to be affecting for probably about two or three years until we get really big. But to say that we ripped you off, you know, that, that's kind of under, that's like, that's, I don't know, that's kind of a thing to say when you're just like super jealous of what we're doing. Um, so, am I ripping you off? Is my club ripping off the bearded rebellion, or bearded villains? Um, well, to say that my club is ripping you off, then you have to go to the working class beards, slaughterhouse. You have to go to every single one of them and say, hey, you guys are ripping up, you know, you got to go to every single one of them and say, hey, you're ripping us off. You have a beard club and you're about loyalty and family and, you know, doing charity work. Well, of course we are. Why wouldn't we be? The whole point of a brotherhood is to be family oriented and do good things and have this have this freaking brotherhood and, you know, have fun with it. You know, it's not like a club where it's like, oh, yeah, hey, we're we're a club and our mission statement is just hang out, drink beer. Like, okay, cool. I could do that. I could do that anywhere. But yep. this isn't like that. You know, like, yeah, our mission statement is similar. It, it is. And, you know, if you look at any of the other clubs, even if you look at the military, the military is similar with their mission statement. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's just, you know, loyalty, duty, respect, honor, you know, all that stuff. Those are, those are core things for greatness. And just because they wrote it 2014 doesn't mean it's not going to be continued to be written the way, you know, yeah, we have it 
we have some of the same words, but is it written the same? Absolutely not. I mean, it's just, I saw what that guy wrote. I was a little, a little upset, but at the same time, I understand where he's coming from. I'm not going to be mad. You know, he sees this new club formed and we're getting a lot of attention, getting a lot of followers. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Like, there's other options out there in this big corporate, you know, bearded villains. It's, and there's going to be more. Just because we're here now doesn't mean there's not going to be another one later. You know, it's like, you could, you could try to, like, hold my head under water all you want, but I have an oxygen tank. I don't care. You know, it's like... I don't know. I, I get frustrated with I get frustrated with the bigger the bigger guy always picking on the underdog. Like we all know that sometimes the underdog comes back to win. Oh yeah. David I and mean, Goliath. They don't make mistakes gotta, for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I it happens look, all the time. So to be to be mad yeah, to be mad about something, it's it's a little foolish. I mean, you should just have nothing but respect for it. We're in the same bearded community. Why pit ourselves against each other? There's no point in that. No. You know, we, I, we should be willing to work together. Definitely. And, I, you know, I, I kind of see it like, and I was, I was saying this to, to Josh on the way here, I kind of see it like Coke and Pepsi. You know, like, Coke came first, but, I mean, it, it, you know, are you saying Pepsi's a ripoff? You know, like, it might be, share a lot of the same qualities, but when you break it down, it is a different product, you know, and some people love Coke and they'll stand by Coke till the day they die. There are other people who love Pepsi and they'll stand by Pepsi till the day they die. There are other people who like RC Cola and they're going to stand by RC Cola till the day they die. And that's okay because we each have that. I mean, you know, it's part of what every veteran has fought for is for our freedom. It's our freedom of choice to make those choices of which club we want to be a part of and affiliate with. And although there might be differences, hopefully, my hope is that the people who do see those differences and only can focus on those differences will take the opportunity to welcome additional brothers from other clubs into a, you know, into into the fact that we are all humans, we are all bearded, we are all, in essence, working for the same things. We are just you know, doing it in different ways with different people that we connect with. Right. And, you know, bearded villains, you know, my hat's off to those guys. That they're, they're always going to be big. They're always going to be, you know, the head dog. They, they, they're always going to be that way. You know, us smaller clubs that are out there, you know, working class, bearded rebellion, slaughterhouse, titans, vikings, you know, like, we're all, we're all in this together. You know, we're all in this doing the best we can with what we got, getting quality guys when we can to do the work that we want to do. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, will we be as big as uh, bearded villains one day? I would hope so. I would really hope that we would get to that level. And can we do it? Absolutely. We can absolutely do it. I'm not... I'm not going to rest until I have success, right? That's that's the American dream is to be successful and be able to 
you know, grow something as much as you want to grow it. Make it what you want to make it. And that's basically what we're doing here. For someone who has not been a part of the Bearded Villains, from doing research online, I've seen and heard, and I and again, I have nothing to base this off of other than Google and from talking to other people online, but Bearded Villains obviously have their merch game in like it, it's 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 incredible their merch game and i've heard that it is required for members to purchase merch is is that true do you know if that's true yeah it is okay what to to what extent like how did that like from not because again like i said bearded villains never contact me back so i have no idea how that system works. Do you know how that system works? I do know how that system works. So with any large club like the Bearded Villains, there's an overhead, right? There's you gotta be able to pay for all the merch, you gotta be able to pay for this and that. A lot of the guys that have come over from bearded villains have this sour taste in their mouth that, you know, this guy is getting rich off of his members, right? This guy is basically profiting off a nonprofit. So it's put a you know, it's put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. It's a requirement that you buy a shirt, right? Shirt or hat, whatever. You gotta spend like forty bucks to get in. And after that it's, you know, you know, to to maintain membership, so to speak, you have to buy patches. You have to, you know, do certain things. You know, like Jake was a bearded villain. Friggin' uh, Red Wine was a bearded villain. Rob God was a pre-bearded villain. <laughs> you know, like he was a bearded villain, and then he wasn't, and he wasn't, and he wasn't. Whatever. Uh, so there's a few. You know, I got. The Maryland guys that were part of the Bearded Villains, you know, they had the same bad taste in their mouth. Like, you know, a lot of guys that I've tried to recruit that had been Bearded Villains in the past are like, nah, I'm done with that club stuff. I, you know, it's not for me. And the reason why is because drama, uh, money, and people's, um, you know, personalities in that club. You know, you get a rank, you get any kind of rank, your head gets huge. It's like, oh, hey, I'm a captain, guys. Look at this. <laughs> I'm a big captain now. You know, bearded villain captain. Check me out. You know, this is my Instagram. Here's my hashtags and whatever. Yeah, but that's that's how it is over there. You know, you got to buy merch. It's mandatory over here. You know, I don't require it. I don't care. It's, you know, first of all, we're a brotherhood. I don't I care less what you're wearing. You know, you could be wearing a trash bag and I'm still going to freaking be your friend. You know, um, it's just, you just look a little bit better with some of the gear on. Right? You, know, <laughs> <not gonna lie. laughs> you know, you look a little more handsome with a hat or shirt, you know, whatever. But it's, it's up to you guys to go and buy it. I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to force you guys to buy anything. It's not a, you know, it's an optional thing. You don't have to do it. 
Yeah, over there it is. It's you know, it's required. It's required that you you advertise for them. I don't care about that kind of stuff. It's not a big deal for me. You know, I think my good work and my personality and my intentions will be, you know, better off than requiring somebody to do something for me. So it sounds as if a lot of, because you mentioned drama. So it sounds as if internally the bearded rebellion has moved past the internal drama. Oh, yeah. And I see that you are, you are wearing merchandise that promotes bearded rebellion. Um, so <laughs> does the bearded rebellion sell merchandise as well? No, we do not. I bought mine. I have my own people that make my own gear for me with my own money. Um, same thing with my Ohio chapter, my Oregon chapter. I, I got their gear made for them with my own money. And yeah, it's, you know, I basically, the only thing that I've done is basically bought my rights to this image, right? I own it. So, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to profit off of anything, dude. This is a, it's a nonprofit organization. It's going to remain a nonprofit organization. Whatever money that we do put in, I'd be sure to put back into the club. That way we have a piggy bank for our meetups and stuff like that. I mean, this is the ultimate, this is like, the ultimate goal is to be able to have a, a piggy bank where we can all reach into to do our meetups, to buy merch for the people that are less fortunate in our clubs that can't afford it, you know, that kind of stuff. But I'm not, I'm not trying to get rich off this. I'm just trying to spread love and have a brotherhood. That's the ultimate goal. So, Would you like to in the future, do you, would you like to, or, or in, your, in your overall view of the future of the club, do you see moving into that realm of merchandise? Um, maybe, you know, like, Ideally, when I was younger, when I was younger, I wanted to be able to make my own clothing line and stuff like that, but I'm not going to do it off the backs of this, you know, like, I'm going to leave this up to chapter presidents to design their own stuff, to get their own stuff. Me, as a national president, I'm just overseeing it, giving it an approval, basically saying, yay, nay, I don't really like it. Um... And basically, I'm leaving it up to the chapter presidents to get their money together with their guys and figure out their own gear. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be, you know, I don't want to have a huge hand in what they want in their designs and stuff like that. Like, I basically said, hey, this is your chapter. You can design stuff however you want. You buy it. You you make it. I just want to be able to approve it, and that's pretty much it. And as long as I'm happy and they're happy, we're all happy. It's, it's, it's pretty simple stuff. It's basic math. <laughs> so I know you said you have the copyright to the logo, to the name. Is Bearded Rebellion officially a nonprofit? Um, is it registered as a nonprofit? Uh, I do believe it is. I, I think that was the whole point of our trademarking when we did it with uh, when I did it last weekend with Jake, we'd have to double check. But if it's not if it's not yet, it's definitely going to be. Um, and if it's you know if we fail to 
or if we skip that step into making it a nonprofit uh, on the books, uh, that is something that is still very much going to happen because, you know, it can't be a legitimate entity without paying the government. <laughs> so so um, that, that will be happening if it hasn't happened already. Uh, with my paperwork, that is going to be coming in the mail shortly with all my stuff. I'll be, I'll be able to read over it and see if Jake registered us as a nonprofit or not. Um, I hope he did. <laughs> like, I really hope he did, but we'll see. Uh, if not, then I'll just go ahead and fork out the money for it again and get it done. Are the Bearded Villains a nonprofit? Uh, you know, I, I think they were. Uh, I'm not. I'm not 100% on that because it's uh, they do a lot of charity work and they do a lot of good stuff. But you know, there is a guy that gets rich off it. So, are they nonprofit? Or are they not? I I couldn't tell you. It's you know that's an internal that's an internal thing within their club, I believe. And, I don't think they're going to, you know, maybe some guys know, maybe some guys don't. I, I'm not sure, but I'm one of the ones that are kind of like, you know, I see that they're pretty successful in charity. They're really successful in their merchandise. And, you know, you can't be one without the other. You can't be a nonprofit and be super successful with all your merching stuff. Like, I just don't see how they can be nonprofit at this point. I mean, they probably started out as that, but at this point with their growth, you know, I see there's a lot of money to be made with what they're doing. So do I'm, not, I'm not 100 on that. So. Do you know if, and you may or may not know, do you know if they happen to disclose to the members how much of the money they make from the merch actually goes to charity? That that's probably like higher up stuff, you know. That's sure. probably that's probably the numbers guys that know that stuff. I I wouldn't I wouldn't expect any kind of lower member to know any of that kind of information. So, for everyone who's listening or watching, and are interested in becoming part of the Bearded Rebellion, what steps can they take to you know get closer to that goal? Steps they can take. Oh, geez. Good question. So, I'll be completely honest. You have to have a beard, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, just be, let's just be honest with each other. It has to be a beard. It has to be ear to ear. I don't care about length. I don't care about any of that stuff. I'm not a, you know, I'm not picky. As long as it's a beard, I'm good to go with you. Um, you have to be a quality person, you know, no drama, you know, in our club, we are diverse and we, you know, we accept everybody. If you give us a reason not to, not to like you, or, you know, you have a difference of opinion from another member and you, you know, basically are going to be a butthead about it, then we're going to go ahead and get rid of you. But we, we are a club that accepts everybody. We have 
we have gay members, we have, you know, we have uh, all different nationalities. You know, I don't care. I don't care as long as you have a beard. I mean, it's just, you just have to be a good human being. That's all I really care about. You got to be willing to do the charity work. You got to be willing to talk to us. You got to be willing to, you know, be a brother and a brotherhood. You know, that's, that's basically what it comes down to. I want to have your back. And I want you to have my back in anything. And I want you to be able to come and eat dinner at my house and, you know, be able to just enjoy ourselves without any weirdness, right? So that's, uh, I mean, to become a member, you know, you got to contact me, contact any one of my members, uh, chat with us a little bit. Let me, let me get a feel for who you are. Let me see your beard. And, you know, I will welcome you, I will welcome you with open arms to, to our club. And, you know, I hardly turn anybody away. And the ones I do are, you know, ones with serious issues with other members that I have in my club. So that's about it. You know, we don't discriminate and we don't hate. So if you don't do any of those things, you're more than welcome to be a part of us. So I'm not sure if it's a secret or not, but can you inform people of what the process is of becoming, like going through the steps to become a member? Oh, yeah. Um, is it a secret or not? I, mean, I should keep it a little secret, right? <laughs> you never uh, anything? No, there's no big secret in it, man. There's just, you know, you got to want it. You gotta want to be part of us, and if I go out of my way to talk to you for about 20 minutes and get you into my club and get you to come on and be a part of our chats and stuff, I expect you to maintain that. Like my my big thing is recruitment, uh, retention, and uh, growth. I mean this, you know I basically want to grow the club. I want to retain the members I have and I want to freaking recruit. I want to do charity work. If that's something somebody wants to do and they want to come and be a part of my club, then basically they go out of their way to message me because I'm no longer a scout. I will be getting a scout here in the future that's going to be going out and pounding the pavement looking for these bearded guys, you know. But I'm no longer the scout. So if people want to be a part of my club, you know, they can message me directly. I will answer their questions. As far as getting them in, it's a matter of do they want it? Do they want the brotherhood? And it is as simple as them saying yes, that's what they want. Them getting, getting the app that we use and bringing them on board, them staying as a supporter for a short period of time, a prospect for a short period of time. And then after that, I bring them into the patch room with the rest of us. That way they get to know everybody, not just the new guys that I have segregated. So it's, you know, we, uh, there's no secret. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, make it be like, oh yeah, super secretive. I'll be upfront with you. I'll tell you exactly how we do it. I'll tell you why we're so success successful, you know, like, 
And it's just about the people they can get, honestly. It's about who you get. It's about what they want. You know, if, if you're going to get a bunch of guys that just want to sit on the couch all day, well, your club's going to die eventually. It's not going to be... It's not going to be a club unless it's like a couch potato club. I mean, that would be cool. <laughs> I don't think I would join that, though. <laughs> so. There's a lot to do up here. We couldn't do that. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, Alaska, you guys are prime pickings up there. You know, like, there are no couch potatoes up there. you got hard-working individuals, you know, building all sorts of stuff, getting ready for the freaking winter. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, you don't have time to sit around up there. And I respect you guys a lot for for living up there, man. That's, <laughs> I, I've moved. I have moved from California to Oregon to Washington. Eventually, I will make it up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come up here. It's, it's pretty much like the only safe place left in the United States is <laughs> Alaska. It's like untamed, you know, like it's got all the wild stuff that is great. I mean, you stay outside for too long, you're going to die. Who doesn't love that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had a few experiences. So where can people find you and find the Bearded Rebellion? Okay, people can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Instagram with Bearded Rebellion. Um, and on Facebook. Um, if you want to come looking for me in person, I'm not going to give you my address, but I'm in Washington. <laughs> so, um, Ramey the Red, so it's Ramey underscore the underscore red on Instagram. That is me. I'm the president. Uh, bearded Rebellion underscore or Bearded underscore, or is it Bearded Rebellion underscore official is our new one. I get it mixed up with the other one. Sorry, guys. And then um, on Facebook, Josh Ramey, that's me. Um, I'm wearing, actually, this outfit. It's <laughs> my, prof my profile picture. You can't, you can't miss it. Um, but, yeah, I'm on social media platforms. Twitter I don't really use. It's not my thing. That's more for, like, celebrities Whatever, yeah, you know, all, all the people. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not really like my thing. I mean, I do have one. Do I do Bearded Rebellion stuff on it? Absolutely not. It's more for looking at, like, suicide girls and stuff like that. <laughs> just, just pretend that's not there. <laughs> it, it was one of those things that I created when I was younger. And I'm just like, dude, I still have a freaking Twitter. It's, like, so ridiculous. <laughs> I had a MySpace too. Right, right. That was the day. Yeah. Tom was your Tom was your friend. Dude, Tom was my only <laughs> friend. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I had more friends than just Tom, but you know, the first initial friend was Tom. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, 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 totally. I feel I so him. special. <laughs> I feel so special. No, that's great. So so okay, I have to apologize. I have totally monopolized this interview as far as the questions. Josh, do you have any questions? Oh, no, now I'm on the spot. Hey, way to be on the spot, buddy. Huh? I said, way to be on the spot, Josh. Yeah, I'm usually the quieter one. But um, so far, uh, you've answered a lot of good questions, uh, and you're very honest. I appreciate that. Um, the, the goal, the statement that you wanted to make uh, about – 
where are you going to take this? That's really important. And I like the message that you're sending out, the brotherhood. Um, you know, and it's it, this is new to me, too. Like, I, I was in the military, came out. I always kind of grew it out, never wanted to shave ever again. In fact, I've never touched a razor since. <laughs> but I came up here and uh, started just actually fully growing it out. Um, met Sean, and so... Uh, you guys look good with beards. I don't think I'd like you without. Right? No. no. You, yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I, I lose about ten years in age too. Uh, but uh, it's. I, I'm glad to be able to look for something like this. The the bearded community. It's something very new to me and very interesting. And so far, it's been a whole heck of a lot of fun. Um, finding other people up here. Finding people all over the world that are into the same thing um that's something that i appreciate and what you're doing is I, i'm i'm proud of for you you know it's 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 a great thing so uh, with all that um i don't i can't think of any question you haven't answered so good job <laughs> I, I love i love being asked questions <laughs> so uh, it's all good if I answer all your questions, that's, that's great. You know, I could talk your ear off. You know, I, I love talking to people. It's one of my favorite things to do. So that's a good thing because I still have a couple more. I'm not, I'm not done yet. Let, yeah. so, let me just say, you know, I hope, and this is on a personal note, I would love to see Bearded Rebellion be able to grow and be able to do as much charity work as the bearded villains. I think that would be amazing and incredible. I also would love to see the bearded rebellion have a presence on the competition scene. Because again, if you're not, for those who are listening or watching on YouTube, if you're not familiar with the competition scene, the majority of competitions for beards and mustaches are charitable. You know, so, you know, so being involved in that, you are being involved in giving to a charity and giving back to the bearded community and to your local community in, in, in whole. So, you know, so I really hope that the club will grow and be able to add those numbers and show a presence like the bearded villains, you know, at club at competitions, you know, and be able to help raise that awareness that, yeah, you know, bearded villains are out there and that's cool. You know, that's great. And they're doing amazing things. But if you don't want to invest money into a club and if you want all of the other aspects of the club, that there are other options out there for you. So that's 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 really my hope, you know, as far as the future. That's what I would really love to see. Um, you've got I know I know not everyone is watching, but if you're listening to the podcast, check out the YouTube video of the raw interview footage and check out Ramey's beard. He's got an amazing Amazing beard. Do you have a particular routine for your beard, or do you have any products that you particularly like to use? Oh, that's a good yeah, I that's do a good actually. Question. I do. I use Grape before shave. Um, I've been using them for about a year now. Um, I like the cigar blend. You know, that's my favorite smell. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to disclose this information, but. I'm having some of my own stuff made by a member for my specific scent, which is freaking awesome. You know, I requested a certain scent that's going to be coming out soon. Hopefully, he's going to be sending me a couple 
Um, he's going to be sending me a couple bottles. Let me test out that oil and test out my scent that is going to be hopefully readily available to all you members out there. That way you can be all smell like me. <laughs> <laughs> as, but, as uh, bastard you, you, you'll smell, you'll smell the club coming, you know, <laughs> Dude, seriously. As Fat Bastard once said, it was, uh, yeah. everybody likes their own brand. <laughs> no, like, I love, I love Great Proportion. I have their, their beer wash, their, their oils, you know, the ball. Uh, my routine is <laughs> usually just wake up and look in the mirror and be like, oh, God, what the hell am I doing? Uh, <laughs> but I usually, you know, throw water on it brush it out with a nice great before shave brush that came with my stuff it was pretty sweet um yeah but basically throw a little bit of oil in mix in the bomb brush it out and then style it a little bit with my hands and out the door i go smelling real nice, nice. <laughs> so since this is beards with beers and again thank you thank you for taking the time to uh to really go in deep on all the information with the Bearded Rebellion, I really appreciate you taking the time for that. Um, but this is Beards with Beers, so we got to talk about beer, right? Absolutely, brother. I appreciate that. So, beers, what are you guys drinking? I, you know, I'm actually drinking a beer from Michigan tonight. I'm drinking the Founders Centennial IPA. Right on. Big fan I, of that. And I, I'm, I'm probably, I'm pretty, uh, I'll drink anything. You know, so I got that blue moon. So uh, yeah, I just had a blue moon for dinner tonight. I love it. Oh, I love uh, it too. Yeah, I went. I went out, had dinner with a nice young gal, and uh, she bought me bought me dinner. Oh, nice! <laughs> Which was freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, my favorite types of beers are IPAs. I like uh, Ten Barrel. Um, Ten Barrel that is a good brewery here locally and. Bend, Oregon. Um, they're they got awesome beer. I mean, now is that the is that the Apocalypse IPA? Absolutely, <laughs> that's the only one I like. You, you drink like two of those, and you're just right on the money. I like it. Um, as far as the other beers, um, I like a lot of blondes. Yes. Oh yes, I can go with you on that one. I love blondes. Yeah, I like I the, the beer. The wine. beer. <laughs> <laughs> the beer. I'm just joking. But, um, but um, yeah, no, I like the blondes. I like the IPAs. I do like the stouts too. Sometimes, there you like go. you know, my my neighbor, my neighbor across the street from me, he he's a stout guy, and that you know, like I had one that was like coffee, coffee, and like yes. hazelnut. Something I was just like, dude. I was like, this is great. You know, I'm usually drinking IPAs and two, and I'm going home, like going to sleep. But you know, these stouts are like actually a little bit better taste-wise. You know, so yeah. I'm a, I don't know. I, I'm a Corona guy too. I love my Coronas. So I remember those days back when I was younger yeah. in Japan in the military. It was, yeah. it was like that was the exotic beer. So, <laughs> like, how did they get it here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, yeah. What's a, a funny, funny side note? Uh, so, working on cruise ships, they have a lot of the beers that we're used to in the United States, but they're imported. So, although you boarded the cruise ship in the U.S., you're getting uh, 
you're getting, you know, these American oh, yeah. beers, like you're getting Sam Adams that was distributed from, you know, it's, it's up in New York. Yeah. Like, like somewhere like, like in Spain, yeah. you know, things like that, you know, it's, it's very interesting how, how beer travels like that. Yeah. It, it's, it's a universal thing, man. Yeah. Can you, oh, ma- yeah. Can you, can you imagine if we would have had the prohibition still? Like, dude, that would have been miserable. It would have uh, been. Dude, it would have been the most miserable thing ever. Then again, though, you did have those fun speakeasies back then. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, those would be awesome to go to. Yeah. I would almost like to open one of those. Like, oh yeah, I'm actually I've discussed with a friend of mine recently that there's this um, building. It's it's actually near the school. It's it's a big long, almost has like a westerny bar look. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy that and turn that into a nice little place to hang out. Dude, like a 1920s bar. That'd yeah. Be bad. Bad A, huh? Yeah, I would go there. You know, like, ideally, the time that I would have loved to live in is the 1920s. You know, you got you got the freaking awesome suits, you got oh, yeah. the good music, you got flappers. Dude, those girls are so gorgeous. Like, come on. It's like the 19, you know, 1920s women actually were out there getting their right to vote. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, that point in time you know, during the prohibition and stuff, you know, Great Depression, that would have been the time to been around. Like, that, yeah, I wish I could have lived during that time. Yeah, I could, I could definitely agree with that. Speaking of women, so another thing coming from the, 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 the competitive bearding world, there's, <laughs> have you heard of the Whiskerinas? I have not. Okay, so there, there's a division within competitions for women, and they can design... There's like a realistic division where they can make beards that look like actual, like real hair beards. And there's also like a creative division where they can basically, it's, I mean, the floor is open to anything they can imagine. And I do know the bearded villains have like the villainettes. Do you have any, or have you thought about opening the bearded rebellion up to women to have like a female, you know, equivalent? Um, so we have talked about this a little bit. We have discussed it. Uh, we basically are in this phase where first we want to be successful with our male side of things. Um, the women, yes, they are half the market out there, right? They are. They are basically, you know, the other better looking half of this whole thing. <laughs> so ideally yes I would love to get women on board with wearing our gear, being supportive, getting them into their own uh, their own chats and basically get them into their own thing as well. But as far as right now with the way things are going, I have so much time and effort focused on this aspect of our uh, club you know, to, to like break away from this, to try to form a woman, you know, to even find a woman that would want to do that part of it and to be my, you know, number two, you know, be, you know, be my number two freaking president doing that and recruiting. It's just, it's a whole other monster. And uh, eventually I'll be on that. It's you funny know, because I actually had a lady friend last night 
asked me about it. <laughs> she was like, I want to join. I'm like, eh, well, yeah, <laughs> so no. you have to ask around, see what's going on. Yeah, no, like totally. We, you know, I'm not going to say that I haven't thought about it. I mean, we definitely thought about it. I mean, especially with, you know, Rod to God and his, his uh, girl Tiffany that were, um, you know, she was a part of the villainettes and we talked about, talked about, you know, having that side of our club as well. And, you know, when you open it up to, when you open it up to the female side of it, like, I don't want it to be, you know, I don't want that drama, that, that to influence the male side of our club because, you know, we're doing, so. we just got through this drama that we were dealing with. It's like, and this was stuff that was potentially club-ending stuff, and I don't want to—I don't want to be able to get into that type of situation ever again. So once I have this successful enough in the male aspect, then I'm going to start branching out and finding the females that you know want to do the good, be repping our stuff. So. As far as as far as like like wearing our gear and you know tagging our posts or whatever, like we have lots of female supporters and lots of female um, followers out there, and there are lots of them. And I don't want them to be discouraged by me saying that we don't have a female um, club yet or. We're not going to be going in that direction quite yet. I want them there. I want them supporting us. I still want them, you know, I don't want them to think that I'm not going to eventually do that for them. Um, that is something that has crossed my mind, crossed my club's mind. It's just timing right now is not great for it. So uh, I'm going to get back on the track we were talking about with beer because I, I like to go off on tangents. <laughs> uh, stouts, stouts, back to stouts. Uh, Deschutes, the Obsidian yes. Stout. Have you had the Obsidian Stout? Yes, yes, I have, dude. That is good stuff. It is. That's the that's the one that my neighbor was actually drinking. Uh, what it was probably a few months ago when I went over there to, you know, decompress and have a couple beers and tell him about how crappy my life is. <laughs> so it was good times. Uh, it is. That's actually an award-winning stout. Like that is, as far as like the the mass-produced U.S. stouts, that is probably by far my my favorite, my absolute favorite. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. a good one. So yeah. so anyway, I, we've taken up a lot of your time, and I so greatly appreciate it. This has been an amazing interview. Thank you so much for taking the time out to answer all of our questions and give everyone out there a bit more information on yourself and what you're doing with the Bearded Rebellion. Uh, Josh, you have any final thoughts? Uh, so far, like I said, everything. I just I like how how well you're working this and the things that you're planning. Uh, they sound amazing, especially the charity work. Uh, I love doing things like that myself. Um, I've worked for the big Fortune 500 companies and I've done these things and it's just like sometimes just take a little time and do something for your community, for your the people around you um, and that that's, that's huge to me. So 
on that line. I, I would love to see uh, this go somewhere with the charity work. Absolutely. Yeah, same here. Um, hopefully, you know, I can get you guys, the guys that you need, you know, boots on the ground to help you out. And, you know, you could do a little bit of research around your area with your specific uh, charity needs. That way we can kind of, you know, start catering to that and be, be able to help our communities. And, and you know, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited about being able to do all this stuff. I'm just, you know, to be able to help people that are, you know, not able to help themselves is, is great. You know, that is the human, you know, that's what we should be doing as humans anyways. Um, you know, I, I met a girl, uh, her name is Nicole. She, I have a GoFundMe account for her. I forgot to mention this, but, you know, we were raising money. I met her, and uh, she's getting kicked out of her house. She has two twins that are two years old. She has a three-year-old, you know, all, all small children, and she no place to live. And she was living in a family shelter, so I started a GoFundMe account. That's on my link on Rami the Red uh, Instagram. We're still raising money for her. I'm still in contact with her, letting her know what's going on with it. It's been about three weeks. I haven't seen a whole lot of lateral movement with it, but, you know, it's almost to the point where, like, she's scraping by with barely anything, and I'm about to, like, just pull, pull whatever is there, whether it's $100, $200 and go and give it to her because she needs it more than I do. So, uh, go find me stuff. Uh, that's another good one that we could do as, um, a club. You know, we find something that our heart is really, you know, is pulling on our heartstrings and we can go ahead and talk about it as a club and set it up as a GoFundMe to get that person or that specific thing funded. And, I mean, we have, you know, we have a club, we have lots of members, we have lots of followers, we're able to reach lots of people, and we can all help. It's, you know, it's all it's about. It's just helping out the fellow man, helping helping our fellow woman out, you know. That's basically, that's basically it. I'm just, I'm super excited to see where where we go and um, how we start rolling out with this stuff. I mean, I have it all planned in my head, but you know, once it starts coming to, uh, you know, to light or fruition or whatever, it's it's a lot different. I just hope it rolls as smoothly as I think it's going to. <laughs> I hope so as well. Any, any any final thoughts? Um, I appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy day to talk to me. Um, I, I haven't really got to talk to you guys face to face a whole lot. You know, I just got you guys in. I appreciate your patience with me. Um, I'm pretty busy, <laughs> so you know, me taking taking an hour or two hours to chat with you is is awesome. And uh, you know, I'd love to do it again sometime. Um, I just appreciate you guys for coming aboard and being a part of this. Uh, hopefully you guys are getting along with everybody in the chats. You know? <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about as talkative as the, the next person. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, um, so, yeah, basically, I'm just super psyched with, with everything, the way things are going. And, 
you know, my members, the ones that I have, you know, my VP, Jake, he, he's an awesome, awesome dude. I mean, you guys probably haven't talked to him a whole lot yet, but when you do, he's, he's a pretty down-to-earth guy. Um, Emo, the bearded guy, he's a secretary. He, he helped you guys out. That mm-hmm. guy is awesome. He's genuine, genuine guy, and I'm just super happy to have him as one of my board members right in my, uh, my corner, you know, helping me. Uh, some of the other guys that you haven't got to meet yet, but you sure will meet them. Um, the other board members like Marty from Ireland, Blue from Spain, you know, those guys are freaking awesome. Um, I have a segregator right now, so you guys aren't able to talk to those members because you're in this new phase where you're kind of, I kind of, you know, I kind of monitor you and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And then after this period of time, you come into the bigger picture of what we're actually doing and who is involved. And, uh, yeah, you'll enjoy yourself a lot more once you're a full member. I, I'm fully freaking <laughs> fully believe that to, uh, to the fullest. So. Looking forward to it. I look forward to it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, hopefully, like you said, uh, there will be meetups in the future. I know the uh, the other club that we've talked about, they will have meetups, and uh, I, I really, I really hope to see that in the future for Beard Rebellion. You know, yeah. that would that would be amazing for everyone to be able to get together, network, and have friends all over the world that they can that they can rely on for friendship for. Uh, advice on bearding for advice on life. You know that would, that would be great. And don't forget your beers and beers. <laughs> beers, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude. Seriously, uh, meetups. You know, uh, starting to keep you guys on for a little bit longer. I've had meetups with my chapter, Washington chapter, Oregon chapter. You know, this summer, um, I wanted to be able to do a meetup with. Uh, Washington, Oregon chapter, and then I have Kenny, you know, Tattered White Boy down in California. We might even have to do a road trip to go down there to... Um, I miss California. <laughs> to go down there to California to meet with them just because of certain certain things that are in place right now where members can't come up here yet. So we'll probably be doing a, a decent-sized meetup here in the summer. I would imagine so. That's good to hear. So definitely keep everyone posted. And for everyone who's listening out there, make sure to follow Bearded Rebellion official. Make sure to follow Ramey. And uh, yeah, I look forward to great things in the future. This was an incredibly insightful interview, and I hope that this will help with A, an understanding of the differences in, you know, to clarify any confusion that people may have and also to help with recruitment. Yeah, no, no doubt, dude. I, I really hope it does too. And, you know, I don't want, I don't want these other clubs to think that we're trying to rip them off or we're trying to do things that we're not trying to do. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not, <clears throat> it's not my intention. You know, my, my re, uh, to reiterate ripping ripping people off when I was a scout it was my job to recruit people and if they were already on their way to becoming a bearded villain I would not pursue them yeah 
That's fair. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good thought process. Yeah. I like that. We, we didn't do any kind of poaching. Like, we don't do poaching. I, I probably failed to mention that in the interview, but... Yeah. I think they'll get the idea just based yeah, on Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone would assume that from you based on everything that was said. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Yeah, well thank you again for taking the night or taking the time. Enjoy your uh, your weekend. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Right on, brothers. You guys right. have a good night. Thank you again to Ramy the Red for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us. And now it's time for the Beard Competition Report. So, First off, we have the Bearded Villains of Western North Carolina presents Beards for Beds 2019 at the Blind Tiger in Greensboro, North Carolina on April 20th, benefiting the Baptist Children's Homes of North Carolina. On April 26th, we have Hungry Wolf Beard Company from Bastrop, Texas, and they are hosting a contest at the Smithville Jamboree. Entry forms are available at the Smithville Library. On the 27th of April, we have the 6th Annual Meet Me in St. Louis Beard and Mustache Competition, benefiting the Covering House. And that is, uh, again, on Sunday, April 27th at the Old Rock House in St. Louis. Also on April 27th, the Garden State Beardos present the 8th Annual Garden State Beard and Stash Competition to benefit suicide prevention, held at the Whitechapel Projects in Long Branch, New Jersey. Also, again, we've got a lot going on April 27th. That's a busy day for bearding. Uh, April 27th, the York Beard and Mustache Club present the second annual Keystone Beard and Mustache Championship, benefiting the National Alliance on Mental Illness at the Tourist Inn located in Hellam, Pennsylvania. On May 4th, we have the Tomahawk... What's May the 4th be with you? Yeah. <laughs> we have the Tomahawk's Axe House in Springfield, Missouri, and they are throwing a beard and mustache competition. Check out queencitybeards.com for more details. On May 18th, the East North Carolina Villains present the first annual Beard and Stash Competition at 6 p.m. in Garner, North Carolina at the Locked and Loaded Bar and Grill. And also on May 18th, the Atlantic City Beard and Mustache Club present Whisker War at the Shore. And that is from 3 to 10 p.m. benefiting the Leadership Studio and held at the I'm gonna say this. I'm probably gonna say this the wrong way. No, no, you might, you might know. You, you, you have, you're of French descent. So, Boré, B-O-U-R-R-E, Boré. It's just Boré. Boré in Atlantic <laughs> City, New Jersey. I can tell you though, it won't be a bore. If you have never been to a bearded mustache competition, go out and check it out. It's gonna be a great time. You're gonna to get to meet other bearded brethren, and you're going to be benefiting some amazing charities that can use your support. So that was the Beard Competition Report for now. If you do have any events that you have coming up that you would like us to mention, please just send them to beardswithbeerspodcast at gmail.com. And that's all for us this time around. Make sure to check us out on all the favorite social media platforms at facebook.com forward slash beardswithbeers, Instagram, beardswithbeerspodcast, Twitter, beardswthbeers, and again, the email is beardswithbeerspodcast at gmail.com. I'm handing it over to you, Josh. I didn't do it. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and check us, check us out definitely on Instagram. I don't have a, I only have a personal Facebook page, but I do have my Instagram. It is Joshua Gerard. So uh, now I'm finally remembering what that is. <laughs> so go ahead, check it out, and we'll see you. All right, and until next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>